0: God gives good gifts. So the good gifts that God gave to them, the word of God that he gave to them, the manner that he gave to them, they didn't want the good gift. They wanted some other gifts. And what God now gave them, even though good, it became bad. May the blessing of God turn bad with you in Jesus' name. God gives abundantly, not meagerly. God gives abundantly, not meagerly. God doesn't give, you know, small. God gives big, big time. Now, listen to this. God starts big things small. God starts big things small. And most of them in very small ways. So a big thank you for seemingly small things is in order. Let me say that again. God starts big things small and most of them in a small way. So a big thank you for seemingly small things is in order. When God starts something small, say thank you. Even though it's small. It's going to be big. So say thank you when it is small. It is it small. That will become big. And God doesn't start big. He starts small. Amen. We all want to start big, you know? Who doesn't want to start big? Everybody wants to start big. Oh, big time. We want to start big. God doesn't start big. God starts small. God does big things, but he starts small. Always give without remembering. And always receive without forgetting. Always give. Without remembering. Always give without remembering. Without taking note. And always receive without forgetting. Always receive without forgetting. Always receive without forgetting. So that you can do what? Say thank you. Amen. And always give without remembering. So that you will not be asking for a return. Amen. So that you will not be discouraged. Hmm? The richest and most enriching blessings of God. Are not in monetary terms the richest and most enriching blessings of god are not in monetary forms Hmm? giving is always followed by receiving giving is always followed by receiving when you give you always have a receiving amen god loves a cheerful giver that's an easy one we already talked about that god loves a cheerful giver focus on the pleasure of receiving not on the pain of giving focus on the pleasure of receiving not on the pain of giving Did you hear that? Focus on the pleasure of receiving, not on the pain of giving. Giving is an expression of the love of God, more so our love for God. Giving is an expression of the love of God, more so our love for God. Giving is good and does good. Giving does good things. Giving does good things. The value of your giving is not measured by its amount or size. The value of your giving is not measured by its amount or size. You know that the most valuable things don't come in big packages. The most valuable things don't come in big packages. Even just a tiny package like this is so expensive. Hmm? It's a lot of money in it. Just a tiny diamond. Just a tiny diamond. Piece of gold. It's worth more than a high-rise building. So the value of your giving is not measured by its amount or size. Generosity in giving is not to be measured by its amount or size. Remember when the rich men were putting money into the treasury. And Jesus, you know, just stayed in one corner and was looking at everybody. And the rich men come by, you know, give some thousand dollars, a million dollars or whatever. They give large amounts, you know, and poor widow. Not just a widow, a poor widow, you know, comes around and gives just too mites. And Jesus says to his disciples, this poor woman has given more than all these people. Hmm. Wow. Meaning she is more generous. She's more generous, more faithful than all these people because she gave everything. She gave all her livelihood. She gave everything. Everything she had, she gave. And they gave out of their abundance. Meaning they gave a little. Even though it's large. It looked large in the eyes of people. If somebody gives a hundred dollars out of a hundred thousand. A hundred dollars. Oh wow. If somebody gives you a dollar. You say that's not generous. Somebody that gives you a dollar. Might be more generous than somebody that gives you a thousand dollars. Did you hear that? Somebody that gives you one dollar. Maybe more generous than somebody who gives you a thousand dollars. And you say, Wow, a thousand dollars, very generous, very generous, and one dollar. Mm, you're not really, you don't care about that. Now, don't look at it like that. Amen. Mm. You cannot give what you don't have. We hear that all the time. You can't give what you don't have, and what you have has been given to you, so you can't boast. You cannot give what you don't have, and what you have has been given to you. So you can't really boast. Amen. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. That's 2 Corinthians 9.15. Again, these are just some truths about giving and some wise words. The Lord has been speaking to us on giving and receiving. It's more blessed to give than to receive. It's more blessed to give than to receive. There are reasons why it is more blessed to give than to receive. Some of these reasons we already touched on, but I want to go over some of them again. There are reasons why it is more blessed to give than to receive. I want to go over some of these reasons. When you give, you make room for more. When you give, you make room for more. So it is more blessed to give than to receive. When you keep what you have, you don't have space to receive new things. But when you give, you make room. For more, giving leaves you with open hands or giving leaves your hands open. Open to receive. But receiving leaves your hands closed. Giving leaves your hand open. Giving leaves your hand open. While receiving leaves your hand closed. When you receive, leaves your hand closed. Hmm? When you give, you got to open your hands to give. It leaves your hand open. Open to do what? To receive. Amen. Looking over the reasons why it is more blessed to give than to receive. Giving and receiving are like planting and harvesting. Giving and receiving are like planting and harvesting. It is more blessed to sow than to reap. It is more blessed to plant than to harvest. Isn't that a known thing? Hmm? It's more blessed to give than to receive. Also means it's more blessed to plant than to harvest. The sower, the sower, hones the harvest. The sower owns the harvest. The reapers, several different individuals who are participating in harvesting are benefiting from the harvest. They only get just a drop of it. Amen? If you are participating in the harvest, you are only taking a little of it. Hmm? But if you are the sower, you own the harvest. You own the harvest. Those that come around to help you harvest, that benefit from the harvest, they are only receiving just a little bit of it. But you, as a sower, as a planter, you own the harvest. And of course, your joy is full. Your joy is bigger. Yes, those that help you harvest also have some joy. But your joy is bigger than their joy because you are happy for the harvest. You own the harvest. As a sower, you own the harvest. It's an honor. It's an honor. A greater honor to be, to be able to give. It's an honor to be able to give. It's a greater honor to be able to give. Greater than to, to receive. It's more noble to give than to receive. As a giver, count yourself blessed, more blessed than the receiver. It's an honor. To be able to give, to be in a position to give is an honor. It's a great honor. Giving is an opportunity. Philippians 4.10 says to us, But I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at last your care for me has flourished again. Though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. You lacked opportunity. Giving is an opportunity. Giving is an opportunity. Giving gives you advantage. Giving is an advantage. Another one, giving is a spiritual investment. Giving is a spiritual investment. Proverbs nineteen seventeen Reasons why it is more blessed to give than to receive. Giving is a spiritual investment. Proverbs nineteen seventeen says, He who has pity on the poor lends to the Lord, and he will pay back what he has given. He who has pity on the poor, or he who gives, he who gives lends to the Lord, and who will repay him? He said, God will repay him amen when you give don't look for a return from the place you gave Hmm? don't look for a return from the place you gave that's why when you give don't keep note of your giving but make sure you keep note of your receiving so that you can say thank you amen giving and receiving it is more blessed to give than to receive this is what the lord is talking to us on second corinthians 9 12 to 14 captures a lot of the reasons why it is more blessed to give than to receive. 2 Corinthians 9, 12-14 captures a lot of reasons why it is more blessed to give than to receive. The New King James Version says, For the administration of this service not only supplies the needs of the saints, but also is abandoned through many thanksgivings to God. While through the proof of this ministry, they glorify God for the obedience of your confession to the gospel of Christ, and for your liberal giving or your liberal sharing with them and all men. Verse fourteen, and by their prayer for you who long for you because of the exceeding grace of God in you. Now, I want to I want to read it in the New Living Translation. Maybe that is a little tough for some of us to understand. New Living Translation, Second Corinthians. 9 12 to 14 says so two good things will result from this ministry of giving so two good things will result from this ministry of giving the needs of the believers in jerusalem will be met and they will joyfully express their thanks to god as a result of your ministry as a result of your giving they will give glory to god for your generosity to them and to all believers will prove that you are obedient to the good news of christ and verse 14 and they will pray for you with deep affection because of the overflowing grace god has given to you wow that's loaded Hmm? did you hear that that's loaded again we're looking at some of the reasons why it is more blessed to give than to receive and the corinthian church is sending some money Sending some things for the needs of the Jerusalem Christians and